Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 3D6. Down the line. Okay, episode 51 in the books. Goblins are the worst. I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm seething right now. I am like so, <laughs> so in flames down the side of my face. I'm like so fucking. I don't understand what's wrong. Why are you so upset? What's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> because I hate being fucking robbed. I hate it. I hate it like with the heat of a thousand suns. And if, if you, could you, kill, guys, you like, could kill Bergdorf right now, you could just stab him. Oh, with my with my first level, I can't. I'm wearing a cleric for a suit who has a flail and six hit points. Like, where's Gorin? I need Gorin for this. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, well, looking at looking at it this way, it's it's kind of forcing us into the plan that you that you liked anyway. Yeah. Right, like this was this was the the avenue that you were that um, that you like. I still think it's it's like Dragon Bait. I, I you know I, I think if we sat by and did nothing, then they would load up the cart with the treasure, and then the dragon would eat it on the way back to the inn. Sure, my, I would yeah, rather that happen. I would rather that happen than have fucking Codswap get it. Yeah, I mean, I here's, here's my concern. All right to the dragon. Here's here's my concern. Uh, whether we you know do shit here or not uh we're, we're talking about going to the stash prior to them as if a confrontation with the mercenary company fully equipped and arriving will be any easier than at the end flat-footed with Hold their on. leader and everyone else my point my, the point of which is not to say that we shouldn't go there but like what is our goal in going there, if we have no means of getting anything back from there, other than being a a set of corpses between them and the loot that they're trying to get, no, I'm, my, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm, I'm not being. I'm a, about to answer my. I'm about to answer your query, yeah. dude. Because here's my theory: like sixty thousand gold, too much for us to carry in one trip out back to Gosterwick. Is right. it too much for us to move over the course of a couple of hours to a different area? And then leave a fucking note being like, Codswap, fuck yourself. Right? Like, <laughs> we can the, do other that. Thing, the other thing I would say is that when how, they come down long, into that room. I, wait, but hold on a sec, Ted. This is yeah. an actual mechanical question. Like, right. are they in boxes? Are they in sacks? Are they loose? Because if they're loose, we're probably humped. But even if we can get 30,000 of those Solidai or 30,000 gold worth of those Solidai out of there, then Codswap doesn't have what he promised them anyway. And I'm just right. like, that to me would be a better scenario than just losing the entire 60,000. David, I don't think we should try to engage with them at the staff. No, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think no, we no. should hide whatever we can fucking hide. Well, here's the here's the thing. I, I hold on, David. I gotta say this. Go, I go, go, yeah, 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 yeah. So Mike's already laid the groundwork for the reputation thing. And we've already laid the groundwork for Codswald being a thief. But of course, Bergdorf has no reason to care or believe that right we're just saying shit if he shows up and we're already in the room 
And Codswallop comes down that ladder first to show them where it is. And, you know, we're standing right there. And we, you know, maybe we kill him. Maybe we just shame him public or whatever. But it, it, like, we would not know where the gold was if we didn't know where the gold was, right? right. So our whole story is contingent upon the fact that, like, he stole from the AV club. And if the AV club is there and waiting in the room, publicly accusing him of being a thief, and then we say, you know, Codswallop's a piece of shit. He's fired. But this mercenary company uh, could certainly do business with us. Yeah, we don't walk off with 60 grand, but we walk off with 20 or 30. Here's right. the thing. Here's the, here was, was what, what, in my mind, was made very clear to us. Regardless of whether we have a better amount to offer, they are principled in their original contract, which means there is no amount of money or counteroffer that we can provide that will disincentivize them honoring the original contract. That's our first problem, which means there's no like uh charisma in or bribing oh, our way out of right. this scenario. That's right? not what we're that's, that's not, not talking about. what I was no, saying. No, 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 no. You're actually I'm, supporting I'm, I'm our condition, David, by saying that they're principled. Can because... I get through my points? Sure. I, I, I said one of many, right? Like so we know that that's not an option. Option two is that we have to arrive there and attempt to like bird dog this away to another location but we also know if memory serves that this is a location that is surrounded by fields with hundreds if not thousands of yards of visibility in all direction we know that this no, is right. an open field we, we which is why we were vi visible from the tower we were trying to avoid to the north when we were first where those like um cultists were or whatever when we were first yeah going over there and why we were nervous about like transporting this loot ourselves, which is that there is no like horizon to hide on, right? It is we're there, we're not. So if we're going to a different location, it's going to be pretty difficult. doesn't mean it's not worth doing. It's going to be pretty difficult. In other words, to stow it in a different spot and not be really obvious about it. And we're also assuming that Codswallop isn't already there with people on guard waiting for the mercenary company because he is hiring them for that purpose. Who's to say he isn't sitting there right now, right? Because he knows if anyone shows up, it's in jeopardy. So we show up and it's a problem. It's a conflict. Now, that's another thing, right? He might be there uh, now, but he has to leave to show them how to get there. And if well, he never I, leaves, no, he because doesn't. we showed up. What's that? No, he doesn't. Who, what, yeah. why, are we why are we assuming that he has not already communicated exactly where this because location is? Because then the mercenaries could go get it themselves. There's no way right. called Bob would tell it where it was. Not, I'm not saying where the stash is. There's a big difference between where he the might, stash yes, is right. and he where the engine location the thing, though, David, like, okay, yeah. we don't have to hide it outside. No. There is a tunnel complex yeah. right yeah. there on the other Guys. side of the room. There's a tunnel complex. Mercenaries oh, don't go into dungeons. They don't. They won't go into dungeons, and we know how that tunnel complex goes right. <laughs> it goes right back to the broken head. We know the path to take it back there. You know what I'm saying? So we can't and move all that it's money. It's certainly a lot easier than trying to haul it up that ladder in the middle of the floor. It's way better to ferry it into the tunnel complex on the other side, where there, we've been. Codswallop never went in there, right? So uh, he doesn't know that tunnel complex, does yeah, he? It's true. He didn't. Yeah, he came back. We, that's what I think we should we do. And right if Codswallop is there guarding it by himself, I'm going to wear his ass for a hat. And if yeah. he's there with guards, that's a little trickier. Like that's yeah. that would be the one scenario that fucks us. If he's sitting there with ten other members of the Wine Dark cohort, yeah, we, we can, won't guess, know if we just don't do anything. Like doing nothing is not an option. 
Of course not. No, 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 no. My, 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 the main thing I'm driving at, other than just being a, a negative Nancy, is yeah, like it's 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 the known versus unknown thing, right? Like we are we are running on a set of assumptions about like what the criteria of the loot is, whether it's guarded or not. How these, what the information these mercenaries, because we have not gotten anything out of them, right? We don't know what how much they know, which is why I was pushing for the suggestion thing a little bit. Because if we don't know how much they know, we don't know if they know the exact location, if they know a general location, we don't know if they already have a contingent there. And this is just a contingent that's coming with the the oxen and right, like in the carts, et cetera, et cetera. Which is to say that like if we run out there tonight, we are moving into an unknown, which is fine. It's totally fine. We do it all the time. We do it all the time. That is not a problem. All I'm saying is what we do know, what we have constraint over, right? Spitball, I'm not saying we should do this, right? Is like uh you know cutting loose all of the oxen and sending them running right like sabotage right is is an option now they would know it's us is the problem yeah. right mm -hmm. so so the, so the caveat to that to that opinion is like well they immediately know it's us will they kill us for sabotage quite possibly right I would. what if we i mean he they, said we, he would <laughs> yes right but we also know we also know it, well we don't know but it feels pretty um there's a strong vibe shift with the owners of this end mm -hmm. uh, that does not seem reparable in any meaningful and immediate way, which is to say that, like, what 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 is the relation? How do how do we, how do we like re retrieve this relationship? Coswell By sabotaging those days. with the goblins. Codswell had four days to win over Estelle and Cronus. Nothing but sitting in the common room, being pissy, and telling them that he has access to a shit ton of loot. Estelle and Kronos will go where the fucking money is. If we come yeah. back with Codswallop's head on a pout in a on a fucking plate, they're gonna be like, oh well, we didn't like him anyway. Uh thanks. Yeah, <laughs> we were happy to take your business. They don't give a shit. But right now I, I, they think their butter is bread is, is they think their bread is buttered with that guy. The problem so, is I just don't think we can come up with his head on a plate when we have a mercenary company between us and that. And I think they not. will I think they will honor that contract even in his death. To be honest, not if he can't pay them. And so we go hide that money successfully. He can't pay them. They're no longer under contract. We can literally pop up 15 yards down the road and be like, we want to hire you. What You're if we burn the end down? Free. Huh? What? Absolutely <laughs> not. Where did that come from? I thought it too. I just thought it too, but we can't do it. It's, it's a terrible said. idea for so many reasons. What, what did you say? I what he said. What did you say? I said, burn I said what down. if we burn the end down? Oh, burn the end down. <laughs> <laughs> that's a choice. I mean, that'll solve choice. all the mercenaries real quick. Look, we know this that the goblins will give us a place to rest. We can build a safe haven with the goblins. Most of the mercenaries are bivouacked in the field. And like right there, there's like 20 yeah. of them. I can light, some, the I point, can light uh, some tents on fire. This is the point where the elf or the half elf would say, you mortals and your obsessions with money. Look at what this is. You don't even have 60,000 gold. And you're fighting amongst yourselves. You're screaming and yelling for something that isn't XP even there. You need Mr. Half-Elf for a second I level. Have 60, XP, it's true. I mean, I mean, to be, to be, to be, um, to follow that thread, uh, and to be, I mean, obviously biased because of, you know, on we're RIP. Um, I still think what we have in a stash in that room is more valuable than anything we'll extract in gold value. Because what we have in that room is information, not, not just information. We have a way of like all of us learning Mithric, right? Like the Mithric book alone is more valuable than every gold piece that we could get out of this, in my opinion. David. That's me. But like the myth, look, look at how much our lives have fucking sucked from not having Mithric in every endeavor that we've tried since Onweir died. And, and that's put a, put, a gold, put a gold quantity to that, right? Like that's what I'm getting at, though. Like 
that if if we're like sacrificing losing our stash in the end for anything else in my mind we have totally lost the threat speaking of which your your other guy ben team in in the a team upior he's he's got it right upior uh mythric yes yeah oh things are looking up (laughs) (laughs) so does barbara lothar guys i have mythric too oh do you oh Uh, nice but but you get my point like the value the value of information in art and vol is something we've talked about many times before is so in my opinion exponential to the gold value of like loot I don't right. disagree. Not, with not you. to mention the like nine spell books I've up there that are probably worth more than eighty thousand dollars in gold. Like I, I to recreate any of those spell books, you. However, they're probably like two hundred grand in gold. <laughs> like the whole point <laughs> of getting all this knowledge is to get loot out of Arden Vool, which is experience points. And no, I want course, my sixty thousand experience points, David. That's what of, I want. I want, I want. Of course, we we agree on that. I'm not. I'm. I'm not trying to be difficult. Well, I'm just, I, if I'm, I'm feeling just, a little chafed, it's because we could have done the same plan with the mercenaries. Twenty. Honestly, we. You know why we couldn't have? You want me to be honest? You know why we couldn't have? Because we were fucking around with being like, like, like almost headhunted from the other shit we had done. And this is, which is the reason we decided not to do that. And the reason we went into the tunnels and tried to figure out what was going on in, in Plunger Town was there was a very high likelihood with the conspiracy that was happening with the goblins and, and everyone at the end right now and with uh, What's-His-Face, the evil druid, killing us, right? Sure so was. the loot was the least important thing at that point because the loot was not going to assure our safety. We have, yeah, you, the, we have since then and changed our priorities. The pressure is really different. onward jumped into the fire and then we hey, who, <laughs> who, who did not want to go in the fire? Let's, I, that's another thing. Let's all pretend like that wasn't a group excitement <laughs> moment. Oh yeah! Just everyone. because just because it went south doesn't mean we weren't all thrilled to do it. Yeah, it was like, cool. Yeah, no the, question. Exactly. What bums me out most about this yeah. is that Codswap, who allegedly had a morale of ten, yeah, fucked us in three days. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna well, kill that man brutally, <laughs> brutally. Then I'm gonna find a way to bring him to Team A. So that my necromancer can resurrect his corpse and have him be a, a, a like a servant boy for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> money, money, money speaks volumes, especially in oh, money course, in that amount amount of volume. No, it's, so, it was a lot of fun. Uh, all, all the the, the false uh, tension aside, I love love what's going on, right? And of course, very, I'm fucking pissed too, Mike, dude. I would love to have all of that. Obviously, like incredibly aggravating. When I when I was being extorted by um, halflings for fifty gold, <laughs> I hired an army. <laughs> yeah, and I blend yeah. them. I, I purged them from that level. These guys are trying Mike, to sixty thousand. What, 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 what if Mike? I we went the rest to of like my life, David. Now yeah. fuck the game. I will spend the rest of my life trying to figure out how to kill these fucking guys. Hey, what if what if Mike? What if what if our like our our like forty chess mood was to go to the Azure Shield and have the fucking stormtroopers come in and kill all the mercenaries? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> well, let's go to Alexia right now, man. <laughs> Mike, uh, if Mort ever gets wind of what Codwallop has done, he will willingly spend every penny of his share helping to hire the mercenaries and well, put down Codwallop. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 think is... I, I think I may have the solution here. Ted, if you just have your all your other characters fall on their swords, you're Codswallop and you can just kill yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, in fairness, with Ted's track record, that won't take big brain. 
no, I, like, I, I will say, like, stepping out of the, like, the narrative a bit, stepping out of the narrative just for a second. I fucking love this. I love that we're bickering and we're upset about something <laughs> that is that is <laughs> no, 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 seriously, that That's is fundamentally. Me, a, no, I know it's a fundamentally a result of our own actions, right? And no, that is no. what's so rich about the way this campaign has evolved is that none of this would be meaningful or even occur outside of sort of like our our interaction with the world space. And this is this is again, I hate to say it, far more compelling than. No, well, you know, all praise Richard Barton. Love everything that's written in this game. There, nothing, tit for tat, right? But like, it, it emergent stuff grips you in a way that written stuff can't. Is what I'm getting at, right? right? Like, and it, and it, and it's and it's it's made more robust by the written stuff because they're interfacing with each other, right? We're dealing with like known quantities, and there's sort of like a, a helix that's being you know crafted out of all this. But it's so exciting to be frustrated. Truly, well, the, the, it's it's because that means I, I care. I give a shit, Richard, the right? Praise, right? Because he wrote yeah. a treasure dump of eighty thousand gold, right? Oh, no, no, he knew what he was doing. He what, knew was, what, he was doing. what was cool though is there is no. I, I can I can reveal this to you guys that like yeah. that was just sort of in the key description, right? Like there's yeah. this much stuff, and there's no guidance about like what that might mean. So that was all extrapolated out by me and by you, and sure. um, you know, which is really cool. What's cool about the B team specifically is that um, what David said is absolutely true: is that the B every aspect of the B team's plot um, is completely generated by your actions, by mm -hmm. by past actions, right? Um, like none oh, of that so is none of that is written. Um, that so it, it, it's all emergent from from past well, actions, which is pretty yeah, cool. It, yeah. It's written up to a point in that it's not specifically written that this will happen and this will happen, but it's written in the sense that we're not in a, a one-shot dungeon. We're in a yeah. massive dungeon with a complete setting around it so that you've got the clues to play off of to build the storyline based on our actions. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, like Nolan would and the Hex Crawl, there's 10 times more there than we're ever going to do. And that builds the story for you, yeah. which we build then. Yes, correct. Yeah. 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 Matt, what but, were you going to say? Like, here's, here's what is fascinating about this to me. This is treasure, right? This is a, this is a good thing, but it's a huge problem. Like right now, the treasure is our adversary, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is the thing that we're fighting against. There's, there's too much, right? Like think about all the, you know, all the, you know, if if these things aren't something that has to be tracked and managed and worried about the weight and worried about how you're going to get it from place A to place B and the the added complication that this is not just gold. This is gold that has to be turned into gold. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Like these are yeah. coins that we can go spend. This is these this is big, heavy stuff that's worth theoretical money if we yes. can get it somewhere. Yes. So this is an albatross. This is, this is, but, you know, but it's two things, Matt, too, to be aware of. And, and Mike pointed it out. They're like, yes, in order to spend it in world, you've got to bring it to certain people, um, which makes it your job even more difficult. But, but the XP is XP. Um, and you got, you've, all you need to do that for that is to get it to a safe haven um, right. for the, for the XP. Now this whole all of this sort of thing, like you can just simply walk away. You could just be like, like screw the XP, screw the money. There's lots of other fun avenues that we can take right here. 
you know, you just just be aware that like n- none of this has to be a conflict or any sort of problem. You could just let them do their thing. And come on, John, you know me better than that. I know. I'm just, I'm just, putting that there. <laughs> just remember that this is this is stuff that you're 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 investing your own value into it, right? Yeah. So, so you know, you don't have this to do the thing, that. Though. This the, other the, Richard, the other big example that Richard wrote for this is the fucking throne in Garelad's chambers, mm. which is oh yeah, priceless. And very hard to get and very hard to move. And that would be this that could almost be the same exact scenario just revolved around that fucking throne. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. know, 100 percent I'm willing to bet that he's got these pockets all over this dungeon where it's like 200,000 gold worth of shit. Good luck getting it out of there. You know, <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, this, this is the beauty of like you know, uh 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 yeah, giving giving players an extraordinary reward that is impo- that 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 is more complicating than 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 rewarding in the end right and the same way that like the 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 the, the like the uh give it give a player a nuke thing is 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 like common sort of parlance except that has more of like an additive sort of uh approach it's like well they could like sabotage themselves by using it um what you're saying is absolutely true which is that like richard is planting these things not being able to predict how anyone will react to it but knowing that the conditions of it even existing in that space, like John's saying, becomes an entire discussion on incentive and goal, right? Within a, within a game. And that's fascinating because, again, going to what we're saying, like even me just like trolling a little bit about like, well, not trolling, but you know, me, me, me giving you a shit about like, well, what about the, the, the Mithric book? Or what about, what if we just are level one forever, right? Whatever, whatever bit I'm playing like that. What do we, you know, perceive as, as a group or individually, as progress in a role-playing game? What do we, what, what do we, would perceive as, as like succeeding in a role-playing game? If all of us were level one and gotten into like the art and cult area, right, and uncovered all that lore and gotten really deep in there, would we feel more or less successful than if all of us got to level seven, right? Yes. Because of well, and this, and this, but this is this is the this is the interesting conversation because because you can't you can't take away like gold as XP as an incentive structure because it also is motivating. It's a vehicle to get further in most cases, but it is not the only vehicle to get further. And it can sometimes, as we are experiencing with this particular situation, perhaps be a vehicle to stop rather than accelerate. Right? Uh, without so what, to what extent? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's. I mean, I'm just rambling. But like, to what extent this could get us all killed is a serious consideration because how much energy may we potentially spend, let's say, over the next four sessions trying to retrieve or subvert this moment that could instead be spent exploring and finding an equivalent amount of gold, right? Okay. And but that's our choice. That's the beauty of it. It's our choice and it's meaningful because we make it meaningful, right? But like, it isn't clear cut. Is what's so cool about it, right? We have yeah. not stumbled onto stashes this large that frequently. That of course, yeah, yeah. Wandering around into fifteen different rooms is going to give us sixty thousand gold. For sure, for, for me, sure. the point of leveling and why I say leveling is more important than just getting the knowledge of the of the module. That's really fun and cool, but to me, getting the levels is freedom to explore without having to worry about immediate death consequence right like it is far far different me playing gorand the fifth level dwarf with like 
I don't even know how many hit points I had, 30 some odd hit points, right? And great saves, right? To playing the first level assassin. Like my level of play is immediately regressed back to, holy shit, don't go in that room. Don't go around that corner, et cetera, et cetera. When we, you remember when we fought those spiders in the cavern, in the chasm room, when we were like all like third level and we were like, we just had a fight guys and we didn't die. And we didn't get immediately obliterated. It was like the first time. And that to me was the turning point for like exploration because now we could explore, risk a trap, risk an encounter without it immediately being like a TPK. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm going to, I'm going to obviously right. take the, the, the polar opposite. I know you and Ted are on the same page. Here. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. How much combat has occurred in this campaign in real know. terms? Well, well, that's, that's the conversation. I give a man a sword, right? But like how much combat has occurred and how much is this, how many traps have we encountered that had anything to do with your saving scores or your AC? Almost zero. Mm. How many of them had to do with your intelligence? Almost all of them. So my sure. point, my point, my point here is how much is that level a psychological, like a confidence barrier versus versus hold on versus something that's actually been used the duration of this campaign? Because although there have been a couple moments in which it is absolutely just like numbers are down, right? I would say that is like a one in twenty of our in, of of our encounters. At, at which point I would say the level is the least important thing that has happened in any of our campaign has Hard been the, disagree. Scale, the scale of our, of, of our character level. Hard disagree, the, David. We never the only, the only the thing that's mattered portal. is loot that we've gotten no. that has let us subvert combat no. like Laurel's cloak. No. Honestly, and the wand. That has no. nothing to do with our character skills. <laughs> it is loot that we pulled that uh -huh. has nothing to do with what level we are and has everything to do with us pretending like we are better than we are. Your armor, the AC on your plate mail is more important than your no. HP value. Right? Like everyone who disagrees holding up a hand right now. Go, because go, go, go. Oh, yeah. you, it's fine. Well, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm we never would this. have done the fire portal, David, if we were all level one. We never would have done. We never would have taken that <laughs> risk. And if, we, if we had done it at level one, we would have been dead in the like the first couple of rooms. Why? Because what did we encounter? The, the big ghost. What did we encounter? The big ghosty would have wiped us all in like a round. Mike, I love you. Why did the why did the ghost even attack? Did it have anything to do with our level or did it have to do with the fact that you did the thing that triggered the I ghost? The we could have gone through that entire floor with zero level characters if we had paid attention to the information and not triggered the, the thing. That is right. nothing but to do with inevitably our level. something is going to get triggered. Sooner or later course, your luck runs course. out. Sooner or later you make the wrong decision, David. Yes. And then if you're running around with three hit points, it's over, you know? But, but my point, my point is not that sooner or later does not happen. Of course, those events happen. My point is that your confidence has more to do with the like acumen you bring into problem solving than the than, than anything else. You being like, well, I can take risks because is the reason you are thinking laterally in these encounters or you are taking risks at all and not just 
Bert, like not just sitting and like 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 uh sticking your head in the sand, right? Like it has very little to do in most encounters with actually rolling dice, which is why it's oh. so many encounters. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But I'm just saying is that your margin of error when you're first level is this much. You have no room for a fuck up because you are automatically going to die. I am running around with like characters that have like AC nine. You are too. AC nine and like three hit points or four hit points. I can't get hit by a, by a guard. Did it matter with the turtle and Gorand what level he was? It, it did. And this is why. Because I burned a shit ton of hit points over half my hit points trying to stop the death bot from killing everybody. I stood right in front of the hole. I stood right in front of the hole and I took a shit ton of damage. If I hadn't taken that damage, I guarantee you, Turtle Guy would not have killed me. Right? Would, would we have re-engaged with the ghost if we did not have that HP? Or would we have all have run? We did run. I don't understand. We ran we and then we, st- we ceased running. Right, we we would have continued on. On, on, on we on we are stopped to sacrifice himself, and both of you reengaged instead of running. You would That's not have reengaged if you did not plausibly think you might survive a hit or two. Exactly. So your behavior now that is okay, but your behavior is being modified by your level. Your behavior would be different without that level. That does not mean that you would survive either way. But All you, I'm you getting at is this point. is a psychological sort of like. Uh, a motivator more than a practical motivator if we are not getting into combat every session and the reality is the majority of sessions we are not getting into combat and we are not encountering traps and we are not rolling dice about these things so the majority of sessions are about our 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 mind how we use our mind in the dungeon counterpoint counterpoint, right is also i mean that is very much true because when you're talking about fighters, when you're talking about physical action for a lot of these uh, characters, there is not a lot of difference, right? If you if you bump up against something that can you know deal like four attacks, right? Any like our, our baboon friends, right? Yeah. They can deal four attacks that can uh, you know uh, decimate somebody who's level four, even level five, Absolutely. Maybe, right? Absolutely. If they hit lucky. They're going to kill you no matter what. There is, however, a difference when you're talking about spellcasting and particularly non-combat spellcasting. Mm-hmm. So the benefits and the things that we're able to discern out of combat using these spells that like Av has access to right now. Like yeah. right right now, he knows the armor. He knows the weapons and stuff that Codswallop uses. For example, so if he wants to try to locate that little SOB, right, he can have he can try to locate his helmet or his leather, you know, studded leather or whatever, and he'll have early warning about where that guy is. So it and it's all these like out of out of combat Mm -hmm. uses of these things that you just don't get if you're this lower level. True, true, true. Like you don't get very many and you're going to run out. And most of the time it's just like your wits and trying to avoid things and, and be careful and be smart about stuff. But otherwise there are things like, you know, like Mithric is one, but you know, that's, that's a a thing that you can gain in the game or that, that, um, doesn't depend on your level or anything, but spells do. And there are some times when these spells are the thing that can get you out of a, uh, out of a situation. I agree. Or I totally open agree. up new avenues, right? 
And and for what it's worth, I'm taking an extreme position. Obviously, I think leveling is useful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think David I, is I'm saying making that, an like, argument. Like, yeah, know, it's not. But, it's not an extreme. I think it's yeah. just that I don't think leveling is as important in OSR play as it is in modern play. Um, but it, it obviously serves a purpose. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. um, I mean, I'm just playing mediator here. But it, you know, I, th- I I just think that uh, I also think David's correct though that there is an untold amount of uh, possible TPK situations that you guys have gotten out of purely through your own intelligence and problem solving. Um, oh, no question. Yeah. So when it comes down to the balance of what has saved your asses more, your hit points in AC and spell casting versus your actual intelligence, I think it's far outweighed by your own intelligence, which you should take pride in. Um, but, which uh, I agree with. But I don't, right. th- I don't think that, that negates the use of leveling. You know what I mean? Oh, like, of course uh, not. I mean, you know, it, it, there's, it's a, it's a, uh, what do you call it? Um, a scale. You know what I mean? It's, it's not mm-hmm. extremes. My no, I, mean, I think you're right, John. Sooner or later, right. you fuck up. Sooner or later, you have a, sooner or later, Goblin wants, Goblin gets, and you have to make a saving throw or die, right? Yeah. Sooner yes. or later, Mike grabs the ring that I, I thought Ted had grabbed, the, the other ring, and the ghost comes out and eats us, right? Like, sooner or later, your intelligence is going to fail. We all roll a one, even in real life. And and when you're level one, that probably means you die, right? I absolutely, absolutely. I know. I, I you're completely right. Leveling obviously like raises the um, a handicap, right, of any dungeoneering. What I would say, you know, piggybacking on what John was saying, right, which is a much more clear clear way of communicating what I was saying, is like I think intelligence is is the dominant thing, and confidence is the dominant thing because what allows you to be creative in your thinking is confidence. And I think, for instance, to frame an opposing uh, 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 mindset, I think it is common in in D and D in general, or even like within our group, if we are afraid of dying, for uh, the the aperture of our creativity to go like this. Right. The way in which we are going to be nervous and take less risks and not be creative about trying to solve difficult things is going to go like that, at which point it is self-defeating, at which point the level is a, is, is a crutch if we are using the level to think about how we engage with the dungeon, which isn't to say that it isn't useful, like I said, as a handicap, but I don't think it is a guiding principle in the way that we engage. In other words, I do. I mean, like I'm I'm again, I'm taking a more extreme position, but I do think especially if I had like Laurel's cloak, I could hit like most of the high level dungeon levels as a level one character. If I was really smart about it and like listen to John really well, doesn't mean I would survive. I would almost certainly die at some point, but the question becomes like the momentum of me getting there as a level one versus grinding levels out to get there for 20 sessions. What, what, what's the more like, what's the more like, uh, uh, correct use of our time more fun use of our time which is to say that like and i'm not saying that we should play one way or another but what i'm getting at is like that 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 uh fixation on uh, on on power level has a tendency to actually like i think often in groups especially and, and even with an osr right because everyone's like obviously ourselves and all of our viewers very like fixated in rule set right but like it has a tendency to uh calcify or to slow right and and to say like well well for instance in that in that in that example of like well no matter what I might die at some point if I'm going to die at level one if there's a hundred percent chance I'll die at level one in an encounter and there's a eighty percent chance I'll die at level four in an encounter right and either way I'm going to start a new character 
how fast can I get to that encounter as the level one versus the level four? Not that speed is the point, but you, you get what I'm saying? Like how you start thinking about all of this and like what you're actually capable of can start to mutate a bit, I think, because you go, okay, well, what can I actually get away with, right? I guess that's sort of the point I was getting at. I don't know if that's very clear, but. Yeah, I, get you know. I feel like your points are all interesting in terms of the sort of OSR play style. And, Doesn't mean and I'm right, by the way. Points. But I do think you're, as you already said, you're taking kind of extreme points for yeah. the sake of your argument. I would say that um, I, I, you, you, the fact that leveling up, you kind of accused of being this rules fixation thing. I mean, yeah, that you have to have rules. Otherwise, it's not a game. It's just people talking. Well, the internet, let, let me right? introduce you no, to no, some no, rules. No, no, no. I'm I've kidding, tried playing those other ones without rules, <laughs> and I have not enjoyed them. Now, no, I will say that, like, I you're, you're not wrong about our creativity and our intelligence being the primary driver here. And Mike is not wrong that the more hit points and the more spells, as Matt points out, things like that, that you have, your survivability Absolutely. goes up for when you do, you know, make a mistake or whatever. But I also would say that I would be bored in a game where my character never changed. Yeah. If I rolled up a character day one and that was it for the character, I'd be like, realistically, the first time I walked into an 8,000 gold piece treasure, I'd be like, okay, I retire. And I don't want to just start rolling up a good character every time I got into some money because that's what a real person would do. But yeah, I got money. Okay, I'm out. Like, I want to get better because that's the fun part getting better I, and getting more and getting I better. Totally, and getting I more. totally understand. I totally understand. Every time I, I'm not trying to dominate the conversation. I'm just excited by every response I'm getting. So if anyone wants to jump in, please do. Um, can, we, can we talk about group A? Hold on. Before you close. Oh, go, go. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I, I'm just letting you know that we are, we're way past time for the detox. Here's what, here's the only thing I'll say again. Because, Ted, what you're saying makes a lot of sense to me. Of course, we want to feel like we're evolving, that we're engaging with the system, that things grow both internally and externally as characters, as a party, as a world space. I think Ardenvul is a great example of this succeeding despite level, which is to say that, like, I hear what you're saying, but... Okay, don't don't take this. Okay, two things. Me talking about rule fixation. I love rules. I, I I love the game. I'm not suggesting we play a minimalist no rule game. I'm just saying like sometimes we can like get really fixated on numbers and forget to like perceive the diegesis of the of the game. Right? It's easy to look at the character sheet, you know, and not at the world. Right? It's easy to be fixated on the inter. I'm not saying you guys are doing this. Because like this is very common in five E. Right? Like the extreme version sure, of this sure. is five E. Right? Oh yeah. Um, and, and in fact, if we're talking about 5e, the growth not, that you're talking about, I oh know, but the growth you're talking about exists almost exclusively on the character sheet. If we're, if I'm being really like crude, bear with me, if I'm being really crude, if you want to experience growth in OSR, never play a fighter, play a spellcaster, because the growth you're talking about is intrinsic growth. It's about, it's not about what you're looting, which is a whole other topic. It's about who you are as it evolves. So play a spellcaster. So if you're not playing a spellcaster, there's no growth you're going to really experience in any substantial way in an OSR game that does not revolve around the loot you find and the influence or alliances you make. At I which like point, hit points. Well, and hit points. But, but, but a hit point role is the least, way, least interesting way that you could grow. I know that's not what you're talking about when you say you want to grow as a character, is your hit points. I would increasing. like more. No, I know, but like, what I'm saying is when you're talking uh, about growing, 
you're talking about wanting to expand to feel like fuller right and in in our in, in the example if i were to roll a fighter that would be like using more interesting weapons etc cetera, etc cetera. but like the, a lot of the growth that we're experiencing is from things we loot in the world which is very old school it's about what we picked oh, yeah. up and where it's about Lero's cloak. It's about the pin. It's about all these loot objects. It's not about spells, unless you're playing a cleric or a wizard. And like that's pretty much it, dude. Like, and 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 even then, it's highly restricted, right? And the other growth growth we're experiencing that I, at least personally, and I'll say this, and John, if you want to close your hand, sorry, that I feel the most robust about, which goes back to the beginning of this talk, is the world responding to us. So the growth I feel as a player, even though. I can have every character die is that I have grown within the world because the world is different because of me. And therefore like me takes on a different definition. My character is me, the player, right? It isn't on It's not Varger. It's David who has done this huge and impactful thing in so many different ways, just as Avaricios has and Matt has, and just as Mike has, and just as that. And that is the growth right? Like that's the really substantive, why am I playing this game growth that we all want? Leveling obviously helps all of that. I agree with, right? Obviously. Right. <laughs> but, but like, that's, that's the, that's the beauty of it though, man. Like what I'm getting at is the growth could never, could the growth could never be um, created by the leveling, right? The growth could only exist outside of it. The leveling can support it, but it cannot create it. Does that make sense? It, and that, that's how I feel and about if it, it. If it weren't for the fact that I totally understand what you're saying, <laughs> I'd say you put something in your tea tonight, man, because listening to you. <laughs> I sound crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's good shit. But I, I, I love it. I, yeah. I know what you're saying. It just makes me fall, anyway. and fall in love with the OSR all over again. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love yeah. it, man. It's, it's and I shit. love you guys. Obviously, obviously, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just arguing because I love arguing. But, uh, you know. but they, they will hash all of this out on the Discord and decide exactly what they're going to be doing with uh, the <laughs> I will be very interested to see. But uh, I guess Cod's Wallop is yeah. now public enemy number one. You'll be throwing darts oh, at his baby. face. Uh, Can't so, wait. yeah. Okay, so some other part of him to wear the hat. <laughs> I, All right, you know, so I, go ahead. John gave me that henchman. You know, I said I need a hench, and he offered me uh, two really ugly ones, and he said they were both great. <laughs> well, the, you know, I, I it, it's sort of like this the same. I don't know. I, it's too much to talk about. There's a whole other topic. I, we're, 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 Where's the little guy with the, the chest, the barrel chest? That yeah, little, that little guy. Yeah, well, like, we're, we're way out of time. Us East Coasters definitely need our beauty rest. So yeah, we, I gotta go to bed. We, we gotta go to bed. Um, all right. So I need to stop, start editing. And